Hi there, my name's Simon Drew, and welcome to the Practical Stoic Podcast, where I give you practical Stoic advice for modern times. You can support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash Simon Drew. I also do one-on-one mindset coaching, and you can book in your first free consultation by going to risetothegoodlife.com forward slash coaching. On Facebook, you can join my group, The Practical Stoic Mastermind. But for now, enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name's Simon Drew, and welcome to The Practical Stoic Podcast. I want to start the show by saying I'm uh, very excited about a few updates coming up with the show. As you may have heard in the previous episode that I recorded, uh, I've got a few things that I'm changing up and I'm, I'm, I'm committing to this podcast and committing to the study of Stoicism in a completely new light this year. And, and I, I really do think that I'm, I'm ready to jump into this 100% and focus on my clients and focus on this podcast and focus on showing you guys how to really live this philosophy in your life. Because at the end of the day, it's a practical philosophy. It's not meant for merely talking or discussing the ideas. It's meant to be used in your life in order to help you to come closer to what the Stoics call the good life. And I mean, like one of those things that I want to start doing with my podcast is trying to really define what the good life is, you know, define every aspect of Stoicism and every goal of Stoicism so that we can all be very clear about what this is and where it's taking us. And so with this new hunger to figure this whole thing out, uh, I've actually booked in Massimo Pigliucci, who is going to be the first guest on the revamped podcast. Uh, And he's going to be talking with me about the history of Stoicism. And I want to go right back to the very, very start, right back to Zeno. And even before that, uh, way back to before, you know, the start of the Greek Empire there, and to find out what it was about that part of the world and the overarching uh, philosophies in that culture that led to so many great ideas being shared and led to so many great people coming forward and manifesting the entirety of their intellectual abilities. And so I'm really excited to have that conversation with Massimo and I appreciate him uh, booking that in with me. And then I've also got a conversation coming up with Gregory Sadler and we're going to go through all of the core foundational values and principles of Stoicism. You know, what do they actually teach us about how to live life and and what are the overarching uh, philosophies that we can learn that can really help us in our lives and, uh, and, you know, I'm wanting to get heaps more guests on and I've already booked in as well. Uh, I'll be speaking with Kai Whiting. Uh, very excited to be having a chat with him again, uh, you know, him from previous episodes on this podcast. And, you know, he, he's another person who's thinking very deeply about Stoicism and about, about what it truly means to live a Stoic life. And so we're going to be having a discussion about uh, what the Stoics talked about when they talked about the sage Because I think that one of the main gaps in the statement that we should aim at virtue is that can we really expect that everybody has the ability to truly understand what the virtuous aim should be? And if we can't necessarily trust that everybody has that ability to to figure out perfectly what a virtuous aim is then maybe we need an ideal, something to aim at, and and some sort of picture of what it means at the core fundamental level. 
And so when I talk with Kai, what I really want to talk about is how did these Stoics define what a human is and what a human does, which is essentially what virtue would be. It would be doing what a human is supposed to do and aiming in the directions that a, a human is supposed to aim. And, uh, and we, I want to talk to him about essentially the stoic version of that, which is the sage. So I'll stop talking about that. Anyway, I'm very excited. It, it's going to be, you know, a journey for me as well. And I hope that you'll come along with me because uh, if there's one thing that I want you to see in me this year and moving forward, it is a continued dedication to rip away the unnecessary thoughts that I've had or maybe the incorrect views that I've had and the incorrect interpretations and to move towards the most basic fundamental core values of Stoicism and what they actually mean and what they actually create for us when we implement them into our lives. I hope that makes sense. But uh, I just want to thank you guys again for the response from that last episode. You know, a lot of you messaged me. Uh, uh, a lot of you did book in as well to get coaching from, from me. And as I mentioned, you know, I have... I've decided that I have about 15 positions available um, and about 10 to 12 of those are taken up now. So I do have three or four that are available for anybody who wants to be getting some sort of coaching in the direction of moving closer to their ideal life. Uh, and, and so I'm really excited to be working with these people and, and, and really excited to be uh, helping my clients moving forward to uh, get back to the fundamentals of what it means to be a human and what it means to search in the direction of an ideal life that can only be achieved through intelligent thought and action. So I'm, I'm super pumped is essentially what I'm saying. All of these words essentially comes down to the fact that I'm very excited about this year and I'm excited to take you guys along on uh, what will be, you know, one of the great adventures of my life so far. So uh, I'll move on from there. And I wanted to talk to you guys about why I have made this decision to try and think more deeply about Stoicism and also about philosophy and living and life and, and culture and, and everything that makes up a good life. You know, that's essentially what I'm trying to dedicate myself to is the, the search of what it means to actually live the good life, as the Stoics said. And when I look at the decade ahead of us, and when I look at the patterns of history, I see that what we're about to face in this decade could be the realization of incredible opportunities, and it could also be the absolute destruction of what was a generally good direction for humankind. And I guess I could back this up from the angle of a quote that I'm going to paraphrase. And I heard this said in an interview between Joe Rogan and a guest. I can't remember who the guest was, but if you know, let me know. The guest essentially said this. Tough times create tough people. Tough people create good times. Good times create weak people. And weak people create tough times. Now, when I think about that quote and when I put it against the current period of time that we're living in, and you'd have to be inconceivably ignorant to not admit that the current period of time that we're living in is the easiest time to be a human in all of our history. 
And I'm not going to go on a tangent trying to prove that other than to say that if you don't believe that that is the case, then maybe it's time for you to become a student of history and to compare the history that you learn of to the times that we're living in right now. And I'm also not saying that there are no issues to deal with right now. There are definitely some very big problems that we all have to come together and fix. Uh, and, and, And there will never be a time that we don't have problems to fix. But what I am saying is that overall, in general, for humanity, uh, despite the clumsy and imperfect nature of our progress, we're actually doing pretty well. And one thing that I have come to believe quite strongly in the past few months is that now, while we are in these relatively easy times and things appear to be quite stable, it's more important than ever for us to be almost hyper-vigilant and hyper-focused in our approach to learning what it means to live a good life and to be a good human being. And if we can learn anything else from history, it would be that when human beings forget about the horrors of the past and mix that forgetting with a lack of appreciation for the beauty of the present, That's when we are in our most vulnerable state, and that's when we are most likely to repeat the horrors of the past. And when I look at the world today, what I see, despite the beauty, is a lot of weak people, including myself. You know, people who aren't necessarily remembering how bad things have been for humanity in the past, and aren't appreciating how good they are or could be, And, you know, I also see a lot of strong people, people who are out there aligning with the things that they're good at, the things that they're passionate about, and fixing the world one step at a time by lifting themselves up and lifting those people around them up while they rise. And I guess I came to a decision. Am I going to be strong or am I going to be weak? And... There's no way around the answer that it's probably the correct decision to be strong. And so what does that mean? You know, I don't necessarily just mean physical strength. What I mean is strength in your dedication to understanding what it means to be a good human and to be an effective human and to live a good life that only adds value and adds energy to the people in your life and only leads in the direction of virtue. And, you know, that's one of the more foundational teachings of Stoicism. It's that if you order your life in such a way that you're aligned with the truth of the world, aligned with nature, as they called it, and and if, if you understand that you have certain characteristics that you can bring to society and humanity, because that's the view of cosmopolitanism, it's, it's like every individual within the hive of humanity has an important role to play if they will manifest that role. And if you do that with the aim of virtue at the front, you know, I'm, I'm only going to move towards virtuous aims, or, or in other words, what a good human should do that is good for all humanity, then you really can't go wrong. And that's a very strong thing to do. That's, there's no weakness in that, in deciding that I'm going to be the kind of person who moves in the direction that is not only alignment with the truth of the world, but alignment with who I believe I am, and in a way that will only lift others up. That's such a positive 
way to view your life. And, and so we have a decision to make. And I want to go back quickly to the idea that maybe there is looming destruction in the world in the next decade or in the next 20 years or whatever. Because in, in a very dark but also beautiful way, we need to self-destruct every so often. Because one of the laws of nature is that when something new comes about, that new thing comes about as a result of the destruction of something old. We have to leave the old to make way for the new. And what we see in history, if you truly understand it, is that during those periods of destruction, when we are destructing the old and making way for the new, what we need is strong courageous people, rational people, to guide the masses through this period of transformation so that what we're left with isn't absolute hell, but is more of a combination of the beauty that we had in our world before and the new beauty that we are now aiming at. And these people could be described as tough people who guide us through tough times, when the majority of people have forgotten how tough times can get. And so, I guess I'm calling you all to a very important and meaningful adventure. And the adventure is this. We don't necessarily know what will happen over the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. We just don't know. But if the first major international meme of the 20s is about World War Three, and if we are so divided politically, and if we are so divided on what it actually means to be good human beings and to live good lives, then maybe now is the time for us to step up and to decide to be strong. Maybe now is the time for us to move away from the lies that we tell ourselves to move away from the incompetencies that we see in our lives, to move away from the weakness that we see in our dedication to our relationships, to our community, to our contribution, to move away from all of the things that drag us down and only suck the energy from our souls, if you believe in the soul. It's time for us to dedicate ourselves to the education of what it means to be human and what it means to live a good life. And that's in many ways what the Stoics set out to answer. That's the question that they set out to, to figure out. You know, what does it mean that we are here and how can we live a life that only improves the hive of humanity, going back to that cosmopolitan idea. And so, if you're ready to dedicate yourself to this aim, then I'd love you to come along with me, because it's the only way that I can see that we will learn from the next decade instead of being crushed by it. And on that note, I, I'd like to uh, pause for a moment and suggest that maybe you can all recognize now that this podcast is taking on a completely different tone to that of the past episodes. Uh, but I'm very excited. I'm very excited because Stoicism really is, you know, a philosophy that can can create so much good in a world where so many people are confused. 
And on that note, I, I want to move to the final topic that I wanted to just quickly touch on. You know, I, uh, given the current situation in Australia, I think it would be, I guess, inappropriate of me being an Australian, having an international audience, if I didn't ask you guys and give you the opportunity to give generously uh, to a certain charity that can help those who have lost everything in our country at the moment. And the charity that I've chosen is the Australian Red Cross, simply because it's a very, very trustworthy charity. Uh, and it seems to be the the charity of choice for a lot of organizations and people uh, to donate to at the moment, uh, just because we do know that those funds are most likely uh, going to be heading in the right direction. So uh, I'm going to put the link in the show notes for where you can donate. Um, I'd encourage you to do so. Um, and, and you know, if, if there's anything that we can learn, because I'm trying to look at the world through the eyes of a spectator, not necessarily just as something experiencing the world. And if you look as a spectator, what you see is that when the world goes through incredibly trying times, for example, when Australia is burning, uh, what we find is that human beings break their lives down into the most fundamental truths. And one thing that we can learn from this is that when your community is burning, you don't see all of the differences between us as human beings. What you see is another human being who could be hurt in a way that you could be hurt. And you know, I've... I'm struggling to record this part of the podcast because there's something deeply wrong and disheartening about what's happening in the world right now, which in my view can only be described as the destruction of common ground. And every time we have forgotten about that common ground. Nature has a way of reminding us. And so as I've said, now isn't the time to be weak. Now is the time to be strong, to take responsibility for yourself, for your family, for your community, for your country, to lead the way and show people that we have more in common than what we have that divides us as human beings fundamentally. What is essential about living a good life and being a good human being? So I think I'll leave it there. Otherwise, I will become even more of a mess. Uh, but if you do want to donate, I'm going to put that link in the show notes uh, to where you can donate to the Red Cross. And, uh, you know, obviously... Uh, as much as I would be appreciative, uh, the, the people who receive those funds would be even more so appreciative. And uh, I, th I want to thank you all for listening to the end of this episode. I, I, you know, in some ways, this episode has been more for me than it is for you. Uh, you know, sometimes I do an episode and I know exactly where I want to go with it. This was one of those episodes where I, I knew that there was something that I had to talk about and I would find it along the way. Uh, but uh, if you're listening to this podcast with the view to genuinely find out what it means to live a good life, then I care about you deeply. And, and I wish only the best for you on that path to discovering what that is. So I'll talk to you guys next time. 
And until then, I hope that this episode has helped you on your rise to the good life. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Practical Stoic Podcast. I hope it's been valuable for you. And if you'd like to support the show, then you can go to patreon.com forward slash Simon Drew. If you'd like to try mindset coaching with me, then you can book your first free consultation by going to risetothegoodlife.com forward slash coaching. To join the community, just go to Facebook and search for the Practical Stoic Mastermind. The links to all of these places are included in the show notes. But for now, this is Simon Drew signing out.